Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. Hey, what's going on? This is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Eventually, someday, I'd like to turn it into the Billion Dollar PDR Podcast, but I can't make that claim. Not a bullshitter. Authentic rules here. How you guys been, man? How was your week? Make a few bucks? Have some good food? Partake in some beverages? Spend time with family? Spend time with friends? Carpe diem, seeing the, season the day, right? Enjoy. When we wake, it's a freaking... It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing to have a new day. Us old guys, we realize that more and more, you youngies think, oh man, I for sure got tomorrow. Uh, uh. Don't take life for granted. There's some wisdom right there from old man Brian Dent. Big Dent boy. Um, shout out to Nash Paint, Paintless Dent. Thank you, brother, for the for the mention in your, your post. Glad uh, some of the stuff we've we waxed on about was uh, came as a service to you. That's huge. I'd love to hear that. That, that really does make my day. Heck, probably makes my week. Um, I just, I, I, I mean, I've had some small mentors, but I never had really big mentors. We've learned a lot of stuff along the, the trials and tribulations. Um, I have had some body guys around from time to time that have kind of pointed out some tips, but, uh, and I had a really good trainer, but in the sense that he was a really good tech, not a really good trainer. So I should have said the guy that trained me was a really good tech, but it inspired me. So, and sometimes inspiration is nine tenths of the law, right? It's like possession, but inspiration. Anywho. Um, today, so today this post is for, it's for everybody, but it's, it's particularly for Nash Paintless Dent, um, because we're going to go over the anatomy of a big repair. I don't usually do technical stuff, as you guys know. The reason, because if I'm going to help you guys lift your ships, it's going to come into marketing. It's not going to come into technical. And Jared Kirk out in Arizona knows this all too well now. He just cracked open the doors on a brand new facility. Thank you. Congratulations, Jared. Let's ring the bell. Godspeed to that young man and his family. But right now, he's probably thinking a different tune. He's thinking, oh, shit. Marketing's really important right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Marketing's not as important if you're doing wholesale. If you're doing retail, it's still important. But when you got a shop, your marketing arrow needs to be freaking white, hot, sharp, and laser-pointed. I mean, PDR is a pretty easy business to market, guys, if, if I could be so frank. Or Jimmy or Steve. It it really is. It's meat and potatoes. Before I started doing this business, I did quite a lot of other things, and, and they were much more challenging. This, to me, is like meatloaf with a side of hash browns, probably instant instant mashed potatoes, maybe, you know, and, and a frozen peach cobbler. It is not anything difficult to make happen. But I'm not trying to belittle. I mean, those that want to achieve, they want to ascend to great heights then yeah, you're going to have to have a, uh, a really good marketing program and, 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 you know, and execute. Execution's nine-tenths of the law as well, by the way. You, you really do. You, and 
and we'll talk more about marketing. I mean, I, don't, I probably won't touch too much today. Um, you know, maybe we will. I'm gonna make a quick note if there's time. This post is, is very technical, but let me make a, a note about Jared and just opening up a shop. All right, so back to the back to the reins here. We're back on the stagecoach. Yeah, let's go, horses. All right, so backstory. Nissan NV3500, the big, they make a cargo van, which my neighbors use for their plumbing vans, and they also have the, the transporter vans, the people vans, which is what this family uses. They, I think they have like six or six kids, and so it's an eight-person family, and they need a big-ass vehicle, a BAV, a BAV, if you will. And unfortunately, mom, God love her, was doing her job, doing it diligently, dutifully, Shout out to the moms. We just had you know Mother's Day not too long ago. Sent my mom some roses, by the way. White roses. I did not put a note in it. To this day, she doesn't know who sent them. Backstory. I won't get into that right now. Um, but anyway. So yeah, mom going through the drive-thru. Takes out a pole, of course. She swears the pole moved into her. She didn't hit the pole. I hear a lot of that. There's a lot of that going on. The way that poles are made nowadays, they're like on bearings. And they... There's these kids that have remote controls, and I don't know about that. But anyway, so the pole hit her. The crazy thing is it must have had some sort of coating or foam or something on it because it didn't, didn't, not a stitch of a scratch, nothing. And the paint was amazing, which, which is really important for, this, for the paintless dent guys, right? I mean, yeah, I, I do a lot. Of, I've done a crap ton of combo, combo repairs this week, and there's nothing like a combo repair to power a body shop or a spot shop like ours past other body shops. I would argue, I, I mean, that's, a, that's an episode in itself to talk about how powerful push to paint is. And if any of you guys combine it with, with spotting like we do, whoo, look out. It's speed, it's saving in parts, it's turnaround. The customer loves it. It's better for the car most of the time. There's instances where it's not due to severity and safety and all the other shizzles. But anyway... Back to the story. Back to the narrative. They roll up. Real nice people. Hey, we got this huge dent. And yeah, it was a huge dent. So it's the panel behind the driver's door. So like, a, I don't know what the technical term it is. But it's probably six by five. Pretty big panel. And she hit it so hard that from the rocker at the bottom was dented in about maybe 20 inches uh, wide. Or long, I guess it'd be. And in about four inches, three to four inches at the deepest spot. And then the pole itself had like a pole dent at the very back of the door. Didn't go into the quarter, which is weird. Um, or the door. She had about a 40 inch, 48 inch horizontal crease. About, uh, I'm going to say 50 inch by about three, three inch horizontal. Okay. Um, that back, I made some notes here. That back uh, pole dent was about, um, oh my gosh, it was probably about, like I said, about maybe 50 inches tall. I don't know. It was it was just big. It was 50 inches maybe by about six inches wide by about an inch deep. And then we had two cantaloupes um, at the top of the door as well with nasty crowns. Okay, so a lot of work. A lot of work. And I think she, they also had a molding in the middle, middle bottom portion of the door, those black, you know, belt moldings, whatever they're called. Uh, that helped. I think that probably softened the, the, the hit. 
a couple things that made this this repair possible. First of all, our sponsor, Superior Auto Institute, Denko. But no, um, factory paint, um, the bench seats the customer took out, and, and then the window was a pop-out window. So we were able to use the little Phillips screwdrivers and pop the caps off, get that, that window off. So you might be saying, well, what do you, it's not a roll-down window. What is that, good does that do for you? Well, the, the trim panel came out, and I, I'm going to post some photos of this on our, our grams. So you can see what I'm talking about. So you could get all the way down, even into the rocker, which is, that's normal cars, the rocker is a 360-degree sealed unit. This rocker was open all the way down to the bottom because it's a, basically a commercial vehicle, okay? They just threw some seats in it instead of, you know, doing the other shit. So... Pretty amazing stuff. Thank you. Factory paint, pop-out window. Otherwise, I probably would have had a glass guy come out because it still helped. So that allows us to get into the panel and still look out the car. You know, like mom looking out the window telling you to come in for dinner when the, the lights are coming on at night kind of thing. But I was looking out the window to see what my work was down the panel from top to bottom, right? You can picture that, that orientation, if you will. Um, so... First thing I'm thinking, okay, let's try a long piece of wood down in this panel because when the trim panel is off, the seats are out. Maybe I can, you know, a two by four by four foot or five foot, I can just slowly kind of walk that rocker panel out. Ha, fat chance. The tension and the strength of that rocker panel, even though it's open, it's a thicker gauge metal down there. And man, and it's a 90 degree bend with a little bit of a bull nose. You know, rockers shoot on the outside about four inches. It wasn't going nowhere. Okay, that rocker was freaking strong. It was fuego. All right, so then we tried glue. I thought, oh man, all these videos, everybody's doing glue. I'm doing glue. I'm gonna run a big ass strip on this thing. Maybe I'll do a ratchet strap, a little bit, you know, hammer, not, no, not even close. Glue didn't even, it didn't budget. That van just laughed at me, laughed right in my face. So in the hierarchy of power, the next thing was basically gonna be port of power. That was it. It was either Porta Power. Or I was gonna, and I didn't promise. I didn't say to tell the customer. By the way, there was a. I can wind the tape back here. This is not gonna be 100%. This is not gonna be a factory original repair. It's gonna be improvement. They'd already got an estimate. I think they were right around five to six grand. To have that panel cut out, new one welded in, and then the half of their van painted. They're like, well, if there's any way to do paintless dent, I'll go. There is a way, but there's gonna be some blemishes. There's gonna be some waves. It's going to look improved. Is that something like something that you might entertain? Oh, of course. $2,800 later, nine hours later, you'll see some photos. Let's continue. Porta power. The porta power tip that has the jaws. Okay, it opens up like an alligator mouth. Okay, I ended up using the jaw style because it was, I only down in the rocker, I only had it maybe five, six inches down at the bottom down in it, which is actually better than nothing, right? It was actually perfect. So I put pieces of wood on both sides of those jaws. One to the inside. So when the when the jaws were up, it had it had more lateral support. And then on the outside, when it pushed the rocker, it didn't make like knots in it, but it pushed it wide and even. So threw the porta powder down there. And I'll tell you right now, I I had to stand on that thing to get it to move. This is about 20 inch long dent by about three inches deep okay it's a big ass that dent alone was worth thousand to twelve hundred bucks 
I mean, if you broke up all these dents, the crease, a G. That rocker, a G to 1500. The cantaloupes, 600. The pole dent, 800 to a G, maybe 1200 bucks. I mean, for a painless dent repair, I should have been closer to four or five grand. I really should have. And that's just my thing, guys. Sometimes I'm kind of a whore. And I'm talking about work. Uh, in case you're wondering. In case you came into the podcast late. Uh, but anyway, we can get back into that. So, so I had to stand on it. it took so, I've never done a port of power where it took so much force, so much leverage. Why I had to use a cheater bar, basically. But Vadim, my, my associate who was in over the weekend, who was helping work on our, our, our VW buses, restorations, said, Brian, would it help if I put the jack underneath the rock or a piece of wood and, and maybe lift it a little? And he was right. I'm like, shit, you know what? Of course it would. There's tension down there. There's probably a crown rolled around that, that bottom edge. Of course. I could have I kissed him. could have hugged him. But I didn't want him to freak out and think the wrong thing. I'm married. So he takes a 2 by 4 by about maybe 12 inches. And we both kind of match up to where I'm using the Jaws of Life Porta Power. And he's jacking that thing. And holy crap, from having to stand on the Porta Power, now I could use my arm. It took away that much tension, guys. I, I've never felt such a visual representation of tension release more than that example in my 31 years of doing the dent removals. So, anyway, fast forward. We walked that thing up and down. Got it out damn good. No knots, no wiggles. I mean, it was, i give it a 90. Had a little bit of some waves to it. And underneath that rocker, there are water drain holes or plugs, but you can't really PDR this thing. It's so damn stiff. I tried one one push and immediately wanted the knot. Get back out the, the rubber tap down, tap that little knot down. Okay, this thing's too stiff. So it was either gonna be a port of power for the win. And I'm like, okay, you know, we're 2,800 bucks. We're not five Gs. They didn't need it perfect. It's got a little bit of a wave and it's at the very bottom of the panel, almost when it curves under the van. We're good. And so by doing, some of the rest of the dents came out, by the way, of course, because that was the strongest part of the damage, and it was holding it. That step, one and a half hours. Okay, the next step, and let's wind the tape back. When you take on a massive, complex accident project like this, you really need to map out the steps. And it's okay to make mistakes, but you better catch them before you seal the pot. If you're pot committed and that and that thing is tensioned up and you lock some shit up, you're fucked. Because then an oil can or it's just, it's going to be shit. So I had to be really careful. So we knew rocker was number one. Number two was going to be pulled, the very back of the dent. Not the horizontal crease. The horizontal crease was just a standalone cosmetic ugly fucker. Same with the cantaloupes. They're just at the top. They're just innocent bystanders just hanging out. The structural shit was the rocker. And then the big sheet metal, you know... It, like picture like a totem pole sized dent at the back of the freaking panel. Absolute ugly shit. So I knew I could put a tool on that thing, but it's too big and too wide and too massive. So big, large, chunky glue pull tabs with my large 10 pound or 15 pound glue pull uh, slide hammer from Dentcraft. No, not Dentcraft. Um, Ultra. I bought that thing maybe a year ago. We used to do some handmade ones where I had some extra weights on. This thing's badass. The, the sleeve is about 36 inches, the rod of the slide, and then that weight's at least 10 or 15 pounds. It's, 
it will pull. It will pull some shit. So, anywho. So, took the pole out with glue. That took a long time. That was about three to three and a half hours because glue, this metal is not normal sheet metal on cars. This is commercial grade, you know, commercial van metal, even though it's a passenger car. It, it kind of sucked. So, got that out in about three hours to about 80%. And then from the inside, I used a tool with a large baseball size. It actually was a baseball on the tip of the tool with a large rod and then started working on the rest of that of that big totem pole size dent. All right. So that so now we're into this thing about what, four and a half hours, five hours, but major improvement, right? We got the rocker out, which the, the layman on the street wouldn't wouldn't even care about the rocker. But but as a PDR tech. Once that was done, everybody in the shop came out and we all pretty much applauded. Just the process, the shop. The shop it was a big shop win. Our painter, the professor, Hunter was here. My son working on his restoration. Vadim, of course. Even our uh, our resident Porsche uh, engine room weekend helper, uh, Freddie, came out and just like, man, you know, I've never seen anybody do shit like that. And I'm like, neither have I. I mean, this this is the kind of shit rockers generally don't come out usually have to do paint and body or cut them, you know. So, totem pole is done. Now I decide I, it's flip a coin. I can do the cantaloupes or do the crease. What do you think? I like to get the hard shit out of the way. Let's tackle that crease. Crease tabs up and down to get the meat out. Okay, that no big deal. That was standard issue. About one and a half inch wide by about quarter inch deep. Um, not a sharp line, kind of more like a bullnose crease. Thank God. Um, thank, and I'm saying thank God. We could have done whatever, but because I had the window out, I, I could push it. It was only maybe 24 inches from the top of the of the panel, so a reasonable amount of leverage. But the the glue brought a lot of it up, and then with tape and tips, I mean that thing that thing went fast. I'm gonna say it was maybe. Maybe an hour, hour and a half to do a 50 inch crease. That was just nuts. Okay. So, so that was great. Getting the glue to get it out and getting it down and then the, the rubber tips. So that, that was nuts. And then when that thing's done, so we're into this thing right now about uh, seven, eight hours, one more hour to do the double cantaloupes and that was it. And then we're done. So this is about a nine hour repair. Double cantaloupes, big crowns, rubber tips on the taps, a little bit of heat, and then push the rest of those up. I didn't even bother using glue. Um, went right from the inside panel uh, and, and it was good to go. So nine-ish hours repair. The There's some takeaways here, okay? So lessons learned. Always look for easily removed windows, okay? I don't always do that. But as I looked at it, I'm like, oh, shit, that thing has the little buttons on it. That's a pop-out window. I thought it was a fixed window at first. So then getting that thing out without having to call a glass guy, that's just speed and, and saved us money, too, because that would have probably been at least $150 bucks to go in and out, maybe $2, $250. So always look for glass if it will help you. Don't, don't look past glass. What else? Porta power can sometimes be multidirectional. I've often thought of porta power as just the end all, the get all, the means all. It's not. Always hunt for hidden tension. Before we ask for that jack under that rocker, like I said, remember I had to stand on that porta power, stand on that bitch. 
I mean, once he put the jack and just raised it up to maybe a quarter inch, you could just see the rocker start to bow out and want to release. I mean, I, and then I pumped with my arm easily. So, so those are the side notes, guys. That's that. That's pretty much the takeaways. Those are those are lessons that I learned. Is a 31 your tech your if you take on this big stuff or even little stuff. Sometimes you'll, you know, what is it? Nothing venture, nothing gained. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, there was venturing and there was gaining. You know, because we went into uncharted waters. We attempted to do a rocker repair that everybody else would have said. Most people would have looked at their parents and said, oh, that rocker's crushed. That's a body shop job at this point. You know, the rest of those dents we could do something with it, we'll have to leave that rocker. No. I said nay. Nay on that vote, Congressman. We're going in. We took our flak jackets. We threw a little freaking smoke bomb in there, and we freaking took out the evil, evil, uh, evil doers. So, so I, as promised, a quick note. Let's flash back to Jared real quick. This is off the cuff. I don't have any notes. So anybody, including Jared, this is for anybody. If you're going to open up a retail shop, number one, you got to have good demographics. It's location, location, location. Him and I talked about this. He was either going to sublease from a guy who had a decent location, but it was going to be less risk, but it wouldn't have been his own spot. Or get his own dig, his own gig. So he's got his own gig. And I, I don't know exactly where the location is, but I'm, he said it's good. It's got traffic. But getting traction, he's going to need a couple different things. He's going to need, and I'll break it down to two categories. He's going to need offline and online. Real quick. Real quick, like Drake says. Okay. Um, because he needs to get money coming in that shop. Referrals and stuff, that's once you, you prime the pump and you got the the flywheel going, you know, the, the bike with the spokes and all that. And yeah, he wants to leverage everybody that comes in. Hey, family members, friends, da, 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 $50 off if they mention your name. You know, I'll give you a little written coupon code. We're going to print some little plastic coupon codes for our customers and, and put like a, it's like a gift card from the person who came in to give to friends and family. So it's a win for them. They, they get status for giving that out. They look like they're doing somebody a favor and they are. It's a legit. We're not going to market at 50 to take off 50. This isn't. This isn't a 50% more shampoo bottle trick at Target. This is legit. So. So anywho, so he needs to get his offline marketing going, and I'll get into that in a second. He needs to get his online. So he needs to do his ads. Obviously the Googles, maybe the Facebooks. I don't think I don't think Yelp out there works for them. He was saying, but he needs to he needs to get some advertisement going. Okay, number two. His offline. Now we have a van. Oh, if you've ever been here, most people have, and I should take a van, a picture of this thing. It ain't the prettiest thing. It's like a 1999 natural gas van. You know, Ford Econoline. It looks like a rape van. And who knows? The guy I bought it looked like he might have used it for that kind of shit. But it served our purpose as well. High miles doesn't drive very well. Natural gas only. You can't even put gas in it. And then somebody already stole the catalytic converter out of it. Fuck them. Piece of shits. So, so it's parked at the front of our complex by the street. It acts as a billboard. And we lettered the shit out of this thing. We call it the banana. You know, of course. Why? Because it's yellow. Yellow and black. And the landlord's been nice enough. God love Jill to allow me to do it. Let's me park it out there. I'm really supposed to move it every now and then so the neighbors don't complain. But they're actually been kind of cool. It's, been, it's become like a fixture of the, of the community here now. I wash that thing every week. We detail it so it doesn't get all dirty. doesn't look ratty. 
it's it looks better than every vehicle out there it sparkles so there's no pointing fingers at me it's like oh that piece of shit no it's it's tight the wheels are painted the bumpers are clean the glass is clean and it's wrapped and it, it's like i said i'm not going to tell you it's going to go win pebble beach but i will tell you it doesn't offend anybody and i get a couple people a week off that hard-working van out there so jared needs to potentially i know his own car is wrapped maybe he should park that at the street but it needs to be loud reminds me of jeremy uh, back at Dent Precision in Florida when he had a consultant come out years ago, paid 10 Gs. And this guy said, man, your guys' logos, your cars, your shirts, everything's too team. It's not getting enough attention. I want you to put Yelp and Google logos all over your shirts and the five-star reviews. And I want you to use neon green, pink, yellow. I want you to look like freaking unicorn vomit. Because <coughs> what, what's the, the point? We're not trying to get chicks here. We're not trying to look cool. We're trying to get awareness, attention. Yeah, we want to be classy to some extent. But we're not selling Polo Ralph Lauren. We're selling dents. So get attention, and then people will come through the door. So, so Jared needs, needs to have some attention in town. Now, he could have multiple vans. He could park one down at the, near the busy intersection if there's some spot where it gets a lot of visibility. right? He could park one at the entrance to Costco, which we do sometimes. That shit works. One to two calls a day from that bitch. There's a lot of ways to do offline stuff. It's not as, as effective as online. But is it's a pile. Every, everything, guys. It's in business. A lot of times, it's not one big atom bomb that's gonna gonna push you over. It's a shit ton. It's thousands of golden BBs. Each little golden BB is gonna add to the pile. If Jared did ten or twenty golden BBs this month, or one or two a, a, a week, let's say his job, he said, I'm gonna I want to make five percent. I'm gonna get five percent more customers every week. Well, shit. What's that? What's that in a month? That's twenty percent more customers. What's that in six months? Right, but you have to be consistent, and you need to have a game plan. So offline, and there's more offline. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go freaking. This isn't gonna be a deep dive. We're already at 25 minutes, and I, I gotta get get to work on it, as you guys might imagine. But offline, online, okay, is online needs to be tight. And then the last thing, which Igor has done with his shop already, is he's probably gonna need to diversify. Just doing dents isn't gonna probably cut it. Now I'm not saying it won't. He could. I don't know what how much traffic he has. Case in point. Well, Brian, how do you know that? Prove it, Brian. Stop talking just like you know it all. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I back up whatever I say. I'm gonna walk you guys over to Warner near Beach Boulevard. Jeff McGill. I talk about him all the time. Why? Great guy. Greater shop. Hope you don't mind me saying that, Jeff. You are a good dude, but your shop is gooder. Holy shit. Very cool aesthetic. And the location, location. Twenty thousand plus cars driving by his shop every day. Jeff can do just dents there and do just fine. He does bumpers, but it's almost he doesn't need the revenue. It's almost like a service to his customers. It's like if you had a really successful ice cream shop and you're like, I don't like fruit, but fuck, they keep asking for it. Here's some fruit, bitches. The, his bumpers are the fruit. You know, it's just he doesn't need to do it. He doesn't do any body work, I don't think, or very rarely. He's got Pete over there, does bumpers, and he'll do some occasional wheels, but they mostly just do dents. And am, am I jealous? Am I pissed? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I want that shop, Jeff. I could buy that shop off of him. But that shop's probably worth an easy, cool... Ah, three mil, maybe? Three, four mil, I'm guessing? Maybe more. I mean, to a dent guy, it probably is. I think it used to be... Uh, it was a fab or an ironworker shop, like, back in the 20s or 30s. It's this cool tin shop with a wood frame inside. It's just so... If you're ever... 
on the on the left coast, guys, you got to go visit Jeff's shop. The aesthetic's badass. And then tin roof and everything. And then it turned into a body shop, I think, in the 50s or 60s. And then I forget what it was when he got it. But it's badass. I mean, he used to be in a better spot than that. He was on Beach Boulevard proper. And that's probably 100,000 to 200,000 cars. We're talking 8 to 10 techs doing retail every day, guys. Imagine that. Imagine that you're talking 150, 200 grand a month in PDR. No problem. Probably more nowadays with that much volume. Just a bunch of dent gnats flying around. Little dent mosquitoes. Little summer analogy for you. So, back to Jared. Offline, online. Okay, and then diversify. He's gonna probably need to do some film, like some PPF, like like uh, Igor's doing. He should probably consider doing some bumpers. And I think he knows how to do bumpers. He may not want to do them. Fine, sub it out. Either do them there on site if you can't. Otherwise, roll them down. Whatever you got to do them. Hopefully, you can do them at your shop. You know, and it's tough because of his arrangement. It's just basically like an open space. You don't want somebody spraying clear coat when you're just hanging out next to you. But maybe you can use uh. Oh, what is a turbine system like we have? That'll help cut down on the clear coat and, the, and the, the fumes and all that fun stuff. There's all kinds of tricks, guys. But he's going to probably need to diversify, unless he has mass traffic. We'll find out. We'll get him back on here in a few more weeks, and uh, he can tell us the, the the statistics and how things are going, whatever. But but that's it. That's all you need. Good, solid marketing. Get some referrals once you got a, a little foothold, you know, a little cornerstone of customers. And then probably diversify your services just a little bit. He probably only needs one or two other things. You know, he could do ceramics. You know, he could do window tint if he wants. There's all kinds of shit. I hear window tinting is really popular in the desert. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. So he's got, and I'm not saying just, I mean, windshield repair, whatever. You know, anything that's going to add another 30, 40, 50% on, it could be more, you know. And that's just going to help pay down his rent and then uh, make some more money. And that way his kids can go to private school. So there it is. 30 minutes in on the nose. Holy shit. That was pretty good. So I hope you guys uh, got something out of that that technical post. I don't normally do it, but uh, thanks to Nash, Paintless Dent. I hope I'm saying, saying his, uh, his handle right. Give me one second, guys. Let's see. Let's see here. Shit tacos. Yeah. Damn. Tried to find it. I don't. Son of a B. No. No. No can do. Tried to find it. Anyway. So there it is. Have yourself a great, great week. Enjoy your time. Make some money. Get better at pushing. Get better at marketing. Five to one. Ten to one on that on that ratio, guys. Ten to one on your marketing. And the one should be your get better at pushing. Unless you're not a decent tech. Then, of course, that's just the groundwork. you gotta, you got to get that prerequisite. But once you are a decent tech, I'm telling you guys right now, double down on your marketing. And there's so many different ways to learn. There's mentors, like I mentioned earlier. There's, there's marketing classes. There's cohorts where it means you get with other people and you guys as a group grow. It's like having a group project in high school or college. That, that's a great way to learn for a lot of people if they're not like self-motivated and they kind of fall off the rails. There's so many ways, so many ways. It doesn't have to be PDR. Matter of fact, it probably shouldn't be. There's guys that are good roofing marketers or service business marketers like plumbers or electricians. 
Take some of those courses or whatever. But I guarantee it's those golden BBs. Don't forget. I'll probably do a post on that. We're going to talk about the, we'll talk about 20 golden BBs and how each one of those things on its own isn't going to mean much to you. But all 20 together is going to make your wife super happy when you get her that brand new purse, you know, or that vacation or whatever the hell she needs or wants, or those flowers that you never buy her. You're not, you don't appreciate your wife enough. You know, I'm telling you that right now. And I'm talking to myself because there's a mirror right in front of this microphone. And I don't. And I need to. And she's a great woman. Maybe I'll go get her some flowers today. So anyway. All right. Love you guys. Speaking of my wife. Love you guys. Appreciate their time. Appreciate the ears, the eyes. Have a great week. Give me a shout out. If there's anything you want to hear or talk about, 949-302-3464. Catch it. You can text me. Te- te- uh, catch us on social media, Denko PDR on the gram. Uh, we're a little bit on Facebook. Not a lot. Um, trying to do more YouTube stuff, which means I'm not because we're just too damn busy, but that's a good problem to have. But I appreciate the feedback, and we'll catch you on the next SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Bye-bye for now.